Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's cocktail-inspired episode, we're looking at beers imitating the distinct daiquiri. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Aloha. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. you that aloha because i'm wearing the sweet sweet i'm basically i'm so fun today because we're you, doing yeah. cocktails i was like oh, i'm gonna be extra fun yeah. so i look like weird owl now a bit <laughs> that's what i've got if you're watching the video i've got my weird owl vibes on um so yeah i just chose to go with aloha for my intro i've not done that before felt like i changed up a bit hilariously though uh the origin of daiquiris is is not hawaii <laughs> so oh, yeah no <laughs> so don't be fooled by the fact that i've said aloha in the intro they're not hawaiian <laughs> it's just tropical. not hawaiian in origin not hawaiian in origin tropical in its nature <laughs> it, it is indeed makes you so. think that you want to be on a tropical island it's it's fun fun shirt it's fun it's fun yeah. it's all about fun <laughs> so what we have today is as joe said in the intro daiquiris uh so obviously we did the wine episode and like for a while we kind of tossed it around that we wanted to do the like we, we thought we'd do cocktails we thought like oh maybe we'll do like one episode covering like different cocktails but what we found is especially kind of getting ready for the summer there was like so many of different cocktail like different cocktail inspired beers being released especially like sour beers tend to do really well yeah I was gonna say this later in the episode I think a sour base kind of lends itself really well well to a cocktail inspired beer I think and obviously we've mentioned it on other episodes like the froze froze however you want to say it episode that came out not probably not too long ago um we had we had one that from fallen acorn that sort of was like giving us yeah. my type vibes such or... my type vibes really so good. we kind of thought there's so many that are specifically called strawberry daiquiri at the moment or clearly have similar taste and, and ingredients that we were like fuck it we're doing strawberry daiquiri specifically as our first yeah. one um and i think a little a little bit this might have been inspired by one of the beers that we will get to in this episode because you know there's some special stuff about it that we'll talk about when we get there. It'll make sense. It'll make sense when we get there. It'll make sense when we get there. Join us on the journey first. Yes. So yes. just as just as a base layer, just to say, you know, daiquiris as a whole, it, it covers a family of cocktails where the main ingredients are rum, citrus juice, and sugar, or some type of sweetener. It could be a simple syrup, but it's some type of sugar. And yeah, like I said, today it's it's strawberry in particular, but that is not. When you say daiquiri, there's a lot of different variety of daiquiris that is just the family of, and it's not mutually exclusive to say, I want a daiquiri and it just happens. I think some people might think you just go, I would like a daiquiri and it's just one specific drink. Like, no, there's, we'll get to it, but there's quite a lot of variety behind it. Like a martini. Um, Yeah. Like if you want like a dirty or a dry martini, that's very different from like a creamy espresso martini. (laughs) And then you've got like Cosmopolitans and Apple martini, all the different varieties and different flavors. And there might be some like basic ones um, or the main ones, as we would say, but then it sort of has developed over the years. And there's so many different like fruit varieties. And I've seen like watermelon daiquiri and then there's like frozen or non-frozen daiquiri. So it's just like, it's quite varied, which you'll probably see as we sort of discuss things today. And yeah, I mean, I kind of looked into it high level and it was like alcohol percentage. I just thought it was worth pointing out of like, obviously that depends on how much alcohol you actually use, but like, obviously something that you might not think about as well is it also t- depends on the amount of ice you're using if you're making a frozen oh, yeah. one for example because the water you put in it compared to the ratio of alcohol and everything else can can impact that so uh if you do it without ice it's probably gonna be <laughs> a little bit more boozy than if you put a whole bunch of ice in which then sort of waters down so to speak it's like when people have like whiskey and water because mm. they're watering down their whiskey which some people would say is a crime um but i think with with daiquiris it kind of works when you do ice and and that element to it so yeah I thought I'd just 
say that from the start because it's just a bit something you don't necessarily think of. So I don't know which ones you've got, Joe. We I've... thought we'd start with canned cocktails. So yeah, I've because it's a... classy. We are classy. We're, cl- we're classy. Oh, we got. I think we got the same one. Yeah, I've got an all shook up da- uh, strawberry daiquiri, ready to drink premium cocktail. Um, so like, just gonna uh, point this out. This is in a little teeny white can with um, lovely little straws on it. It's only four straws, aren't they? Only four percent um, alcohol, and it is yeah, two hundred and fifty mil. Um, how do they it's not? Like it's get... made for train drinking, isn't it? Yeah, but like, how do they get away with being so cute on their can? Like, how's the Portman Group like not being like that? Looks like it's aimed at children because like... it doesn't say like strawberry laces daiquiri or something no, like that. I if you start putting candy on it, they're like, oh no. But no, I mean that's that's a valid point. That is interesting. But uh, so, so I've got that one as well. At, you've got that one as well. And like, have you what have you got the pineapple one? I've also got speaking uh, so... of the fact that I started going, it didn't originate in Hawaii. There's lot and I just note that I did say there's lots of variety of daiquiri. Yes. This one is called a Hawaiian daiquiri and it's made with pineapple and it has I the same cute one. little design. Right. And I was gonna say that one's that one's blue with little adorable pineapples. pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was gonna say when I was looking at them, like this all shook up range seemed to have these little pretty cans. Adorable. And I was just like, mm. very kawaii. And they Love were like it. right on the end of the aisle as well, like not high up like the kids could get to obviously they're not gonna be allowed to buy them but you know how, yeah. I, I do wonder how like they're getting away with selling that branding interesting i mean they're four percent maybe they were like that's kid friendly. maybe they need maybe they need <laughs> just kidding a, joking if, maybe if they stick to bear like stuck a bear on it or something then that then they'd get yeah or like had a cute like a cutier yeah name than just yeah. strawberry daiquiri <laughs> fill in the blank daiquiri or something yeah. i got one of both so i thought it'd be interesting to try them both because obviously we're covering strawberry daiquiris yeah. i thought it'd be really interesting to try a pineapple daiquiri because i don't when i've had daiquiris yeah. they've normally been more towards the strawberry or berry yeah i've not I really had so. myself one that's like pineapple but i love pineapple so i thought i'd give it a go so and i think the ones i've always had i'll be interested to to try this and see how it comes out when we pour it because I think whenever I've had them they've always kind of had a bit of blend- blended actual fruit in them or like yeah. you know fruit it could be fruity pulp, pulp yeah bits. fruity pulp in them that's kind of what I've had so I'm interested to open this should we, should we let's crack it crack open one of these open? fun little look at oh, that got if you're glass. looking at it look I've at got it. one of my little fun tasting glasses my glass really isn't fun it just has a bit of like rainbowy <laughs> colors on it so I'm like oh look at me I'm super fun today um I thought while we're pouring this, let's just list out sort of standard ingredients in a strawberry daiquiri. So pretty much it's obviously strawberries. So you can use uh, some ingredients, some recipes. Sorry, I'm going to have to put in there because I just started trying to pour it like a beer and wondered why there was no head. <laughs> That's habit, people. I love it. <laughs> to be fair, so I unconsciously... Why is there no head? Oh, yeah, did you unconsciously... Yes. <laughs> Tilted it to 45 degree angle, but, tried to run it down the side of the glass. And I'm like, this is not a beer, Joanne. But I didn't stop there. I didn't stop and go, oh, there's no head to it. I just kind of <laughs> instinctively just, just kept it. And I was like, oh, there's no head. And I'm like, oh, it's not supposed to have one. It smells lovely. It does smell. It's really sweet. It's smelling bit, lovely. It's and there is definitely, there's a little I think, bit of bits in yeah. there. Yeah, it's thinner than I like. But I think I've often had, when I've had daiquiris, like it's been out in the tropics like when i was on cruise ships like properly out there and they're they're frozen or they've got some of that proper like fruit pulp in them like i don't think i've ever had one out of a can <laughs> you don't have enough train drinks i think no i don't i don't <laughs> think i do have enough train drinks i think you're right <laughs> you need some train tinnies yeah, or something live I, your best life joe i'm not living the the train tinny life this is how you get the minister of fun award you get right. train tinnies um i mean normally i go to beer now but usually it's like a tinny or something um it's very sweet though i think it smells like what you get those no so i don't i've never really had strawberry (gasps) you've never had strawberry laces oh my god how have you not told me this because strawberry laces are some of my favorite things ever twizzlers no no they're not like twizzlers they're much more flavorful than than twizzlers this smells similar to like a pull and peel twizzler 
sort of like a strawberry because okay. those are strawberry specific normal twizzlers are okay. cherry and they're right. gross because they're hard and they're not nice yeah cheap. no Whereas twizzlers, like, i always found twizzlers a bit that not waxy but do you know what i mean you like, need to have pull and peel pull and peels oh, okay i've never had those ones. pull and peels where it's i'll get some pull and peels don't worry but, and, and the next time we're together i'm gonna bring you some proper strawberry laces okay Co- co-op ones are the best ones by the way i've had lots of different <laughs> strawberry laces throughout <laughs> my variety. Life. and as a as a connoisseur of strawberry laces co-op ones are the best but I think it smells like almost like a frozen ice lolly. Yeah. Which doesn't help. It doesn't help the whole like not for children thing that it no. smells. Like. And actually, I just had a sip. It doesn't taste like 4% alcohol. It tastes, and maybe I'm just judging it based on like what a 4% beer no, would taste like. Kind it of... tastes like fruit punch. Yeah. It, it tastes like a, fr- like a melted ice lolly. Yeah. Or like either that or it does taste like a bit of like, um, kool-aid which a lot of people over here probably won't know but it will be it is a bit more like kool-aidy that type of thing or even i guess like a really strong um oh i'm drawing a blank on the name what is the stuff that you put in squash yeah squash yeah yeah it's like a really (laughs) strong strawberry squash yeah um yeah i mean the basically the the ingredients i was gonna say (laughs) i was gonna say before we started pissing ourselves about the fact that we're like cool it's already recorded like a, like a beer uh so basically it's, it's obviously strawberries and a strawberry daiquiri but obviously you can do it in numerous ways some recipes say they want it to be frozen strawberries so if you're making a frozen daiquiri for example frozen strawberries can actually be better especially i think if you oh, want like yeah. the higher it, if you kind of want to go for a little bit more high, higher alcohol you probably want to use like frozen strawberries in the sense of like it's not going to melt the same way ice is going to melt right. so that's like kind of a top tip if you're if you're going to use ice somewhere just use a frozen version of the fruit i don't um, know if that sort of changes the consistency a bit and might make it a bit thicker as well uh, i'm going to jump in there and say that when i've been brewing fruit beers i've i've done this and i, I read about this and was like oh, i'm going to try this you can rather than using like fresh fruit or that like puree in a like that comes in the bags and stuff if you freeze your fruit and then defrost it and then use it that actually kind of like splits the fruit and gets more juice out of it oh, wow interesting so that might be that might also help with a frozen strawberry you're getting a bit more of the juice out of it maybe maybe yeah well top tip for if you brew beer yeah. and you use fruit in your beer that's, freeze, that's quite yeah, freeze interesting them. and then and then because like because where it gets the, the water freezes inside and then it it like so like it contracts or expands not sciencey like whichever way the <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm spouting I'm talking, stuff here. Right, and like, I'm oh, just it's like frozen stuff. And then I'm like, I'm I guess it about this. this. <laughs> like, I'm talking about this off the top of my head now, not not planned at all. But like it then, like it then helps you get more juice out of the fruit by doing it that way. And like I have found that like I've frozen um, cherries and raspberries and then defrosted them in, and then pureed them and put them straight into the beer. And yeah, you get, got a, get a lot of nice flavor out of that just naturally just thinking about it like it's going to make it less watery having the frozen i mean there's still going to be like some some level of water in it if you chuck in frozen strawberries into a blender when you're making your daiquiris but it's going to help like kind of reduce how much that you have to use of ice to still give it that frozen texture um and i i i would hazard a guess that would it would make it a little bit thicker than if you were using ice as well to be honest um but i mean they they, they say like you can use fresh strawberries as well or fresh strawberries for a garnish or like there's so many different ways that it depends on the recipe whether you use fresh frozen or both um Obviously, if you're doing frozen, you might need ice as well. Again, depends on your recipe and the method you use. Um, also rum, because it's, as we said at the beginning, <laughs> a daiquiri is the cocktail family of the rum uh, spirit. So yeah, you want to use rum. And when I looked at, a ho- I looked at a whole bunch of different recipes when I put together this list of like the main things that are very common in everything. So um, some of them specified white rum in particular, some it just said rum. Some it was like, I saw a few that was like dark rum, but that was like a very special, like niche recipe. It tended to be that white rum was the more common. And it sounded from what I read, mixologists can come on and correct me. Um, but it sounded like white rum was the better option because it was it gave you a bit sweeter of a taste. So if you wanted something sweeter, it was kind of like the white rum option. Um, darker rum can sort of overpower the lighter flavors, which includes the strawberry in that. So if you did want something a bit 
more rich and you know if you wanted spicy you'd use a spice rum for example so it is that level of it all depends on what you want to dictates what type of rum you want to use but white rum seem to be the most common and then the uh, second to last ingredient is sugar so again it depends on the recipe it's either sugar or simple syrup so um simple syrup's really really easy to make it's i think it's like literally just boiling water into sugar Uh, it's just the ratio of of how you do it but dead easy to make uh but again some of them that tend to be more uh traditional it's like they want you to use actual like cane sugar or like very specific sugar cane like it has to be a particular one i mean you don't have to but that just tends to be the more like interesting like fancy fan what we'd probably deem as like the fancier ones that you wouldn't just necessarily have everything to hand to whip up at home um and then you've got lime or lime juice and then i noticed like there's a few rogue recipes that mentioned like adding lemon or lemonade one of them said adding a mint sprig i was like i've never had mint in a strawberry daiquiri before i suppose if you want like a little bit of green and you haven't got a fresh strawberry with a little top on it yeah but I suppose mint. It's like strawberry. Very... Mint and strawberry go together though, don't they? They do, but I would think of that more as like, like I wouldn't picture the mint taste coming from my strawberry daiquiri. Yeah, mint's more a mojito. Yeah, I'd flavor, think more of like a, a mojito with a twist mm. maybe would have strawberry yeah. in it or making something like, I don't know, like Pim's or... Yeah. Like something like that, I could see like putting a mint sprig in, but like a daiquiri just felt a bit wrong. And the lemon element to it just felt a bit wrong, but it was really interesting. There's lots of different ways that, that you can do it, really. How, how often, like, how often do you sit and drink cocktails in general? Like, do you tend to enjoy cocktails or? I uh, don't really drink cocktails anymore because, you know, listeners who may be of a similar age to me may find that they're hangovers. <laughs> spirits are not particularly pleasant so yeah I kind of I don't really drink cocktails anymore I'm just all about beer I'm really scared that one day because I don't get one day you're gonna one day you're gonna get a hangover but everyone says like and I'm gonna be there always me and Rick Rick are gonna stand there and we're gonna laugh at you (laughs) genuinely I think would really take a lot of joy in that yeah I I would too literally coming home from like nights out or whatever else the next morning he's like how are you I was like good to go good to go Catherine and he's like fuck no. your life <laughs> like how that's interesting it's the spirits do because I think I don't yeah I think if I do eat, feel somewhat even like I wouldn't call it a full-blown hangover but if I am feeling like less than 100% the next Delicate. day if I'm feeling a little bit more sensitive, uh, it's usually because it's like I've either mixed a lot of stuff, including wine. It tends to be that wine oh, is what does thing, it for me. It? Yeah, but not massively. It's just like a bit of red wine if I've been having dip, like a few different types of drink, like spirit and then beer. And then we're throwing, you know, we have Prosecco and then we're throwing in some red wine to it he's going to like the parties like what are you doing yeah (laughs) my in-laws are great they're really great party (laughs) throwers they are really great party (laughs) like that could just be literally that could genuinely that could just be for like a sunday dinner it's like we start off on prosecco i have some beer and then at the end of the night it's red wine time baby (laughs) that's a party it's a party um this is fun it's all about fun minister of fun over there my in-laws ministers of fun um but yeah i mean what's the have you had any like interesting daiquiris like anything that you can think of as like the most out there one because i think my experience has all pretty much been strawberry not daiquiris i think they've all been strawberry um i've had some interest in mojitos but that's for for another day i used to get a really good pineapple mojito never even heard of that that's mm. amazing one of my cruise ships had a mojito bar like they were like cool you come here specifically for mojito for mojito <laughs> and they had they had a mojito menu the, like excuse the pineapple me one was the best. can i please get a daiquiri They're like no i mean they'd have got you one mojito. like that was no, this the, is mojito the mojito bar, bar. <laughs> that was the mojito bar yeah um bit of quick history while we finish up the rest of the drink really so 
pretty much it said that it was created around like the 1900s by an American mining engineer named Jennings Cox. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I feel like this is a like a American Caribbean, like that way in the world kind of it is. It is indeed. Uh, so basically like what they can document it back to specifically was a cocktail recipe card signed by Jennings Cox oh. in 1896. Um, so it was named after a Cuban town. So there you go, Cuba. A Cuban town called Daiquiri. Uh, I don't know if it's Daiquiri or Daiquiri, but I, I call it Daiquiri, so that's what I'm, that's sure. what I'm sticking to. Yeah. Um, and that's where he was basically living and working after the Spanish-American War. So, yeah, I think he was there, like, scoping mining prospects or something like that. So, yeah, he just, I think... There's numerous ways that they say he could have it could have been he created this drink to help combat fever. And then there's another story that's uh he just ran out of a particular spirit and therefore he moved on to rum-based drinks. And obviously, like sugarcane, rum, citruses, like all of that element of it. Obviously, he's quite big in Cuban, yeah, Latin America in that area. So it was just, yeah, something that apparently he created we don't know for sure 100 we only know because that recipe card um it was then brought to the u.s in 1909 by admiral lucius w johnson who was a u.s naval officer who was visiting cox um basically he fell in love with it and then he brought it back to the u.s and introduced it to the army and navy club in washington dc and it did become popular in the 40s in the u.s so there's a there's a few different things I've read and it's like there's nothing historically being able to point towards one or the other but one story is that it was popular because of U.S. wartime rationing so whiskey vodka other spirits like that became very rare uh and then President Roosevelt made a policy called the good neighbor policy which opened up trade and travel within the Latin American area of Cuba the Caribbean all that where as we just said rum is definitely a lot more uh of the popular spirit there so it made that a lot more easily attainable than the other spirits that they were getting uh, or, or not getting or not because of the rationing <laughs> uh so that was one way um and then the other way they've suggested is that it was just because there was in in the 40s and 50s there was in the us anyways there was just this fascination with tropical and exotic climates and and specifically i think you can look back to old movies and stuff there is this this love and fascination with like Cuba and I mean like guys and dolls I think they go to to Cuba they go to Havana and then there's um all these different sort of ties of like that was what was really interesting culture to them at that time uh so it was just that this was a drink that they could really easily drink by the beach of the pool so like one is very like oh wow that economics and like uh government and like look at that and then the other is just like yeah it was just pop culture (laughs) so I kind of actually really like the pop culture thing of like I like that I like the idea that there was no big thing around it they were just like ah cool Havana seems neat (laughs) yeah that's cool (laughs) like oh those drinks seem cool uh so yeah I just I thought I would share that brief history and and I mean I don't really know like I wouldn't consider daiquiris really i think they're quite big in the u.s i say big in the u.s quote unquote as in like it is one of those main cocktails you'll get in like hot temperature places or yeah when you go on holiday like that is the summer drink and it's it, not the but it's like that and pina colada and other things that you can have frozen and it is more fruity and fun um i, I don't feel like you get daiquiris that much over here do you no i don't think so i definitely think there are that way in the world thing i think you can get like if you go into certain places they're like oh picture of cocktails and there'll be like yeah. some drink that's like I mean, similar to but a it's one of those, but... yeah it's one of those things that it's now probably here mm. because people have traveled and you know it's a cocktail so that's kind it's of exotic menu. it's fun right. it's interesting it's like if you are like a bit of a connoisseur of daiquiri i bet you can't get a good one over here it's like how my dad feels about certain like the martini you cannot get a good margarita in the uk no my dad with when it comes to martinis he's like why can't i just get an olive in my martini why are you (laughs) trying to put lemon twists and i'm like i don't know dad it's just how they make them like 
give me a break. I am not in control of all these yeah, bars. What no, like I love me a proper like Mexican margarita. I love strawberry margaritas because oh, strawberry is like one it. of my favorite fruits. So like a proper one with like, you know, salt rim. I need sugar rim. No, I, need, I want salt rim, like the good tequila. <laughs> Like, that's it it's like it that's jose like, jose and mia buds <laughs> this is this is the thing it's like I'm not a patron girl i'm like me and jose i feel like we we need to save the tequila discussion <laughs> yeah, we need for to a margarita episode day. but yeah, yeah when it comes to tequila mezcal all that like you can't go for cheap oh no it needs to be expensive or you will feel like yes. shit the next day <laughs> it's like oh sorry do you want to feel like shit yeah buy this like six pound bottle of like no name tequila yes please like please do that they were doing tequila shots at um somewhere I was at recently mm. and I was like I I was like I don't even know what tequila they're serving and I'm not gonna blindly say oh, no yes to a tequila like yeah. if I don't know that a I'm not a big shot person anyways like that's where my fun goes downhill. I'm not a massive shot. I person. did shots in uni. Like, uh, I suppose I did shots on cruises as well. That was I do shots. I do. Years ago. I'm not saying I'm too old for shots. What I'm saying is I've just never been a shot person. Right, right. It's only really if someone's like, we're doing shots. And I'm like, no. And they're like, like Jaeger bombs. They're like, we're doing oh, Jaeger no. bombs. And you're like, oh, no. And then they're like, no, I've got them. And you're like, <sighs> okay, bring them on. Like, someone's like, we're doing shots. And you go, no, no. And they're like, but we've got one and they present it with you and you're like, well, you presented me a shot. I've got to do the shot. But I was like, if I don't know, you realize that quality? this is your choice and you don't ever have to do anything. Yeah. But something in listeners, bre- you something... never have to do anything that you don't want to just put in, no means no. But also yeah. if someone does bring me a shot, I'm like, it's someone I know. Strangers bring me shots. People I know are like just here, we're doing shots. I'm like, all right, I did a. Sh- I say I don't do shots. I literally did a shot on Saturday. You did a shot on the weekend. I said no, and you did one. Joe said no, and I was like, I don't really want to. I was like, no, thank you. I I even picked something mic. that we were like, we don't even know what it is. Let's just go for that bottle. It looks fun. Oh god. And then I think it was you like, were at like you were at like rum. that that point in the evening. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair I was just like oh let's do it sure I'm just a person that says yes to things as well so when someone's like do you want to do this I'm like okay I would have done it regardless of the point in the night because I would have been like sure fine (laughs) but I don't always enjoy it (laughs) then you don't have to do it I know something in my brain just goes just say yes oh dear (laughs) no means no guys no means no please don't do things that you don't want to do dear listeners anyways i'm all out of tinny uh, well oh, i was gonna i'm saving mine to try it against the beers oh i didn't that's fine i'm out it's fine <laughs> i'll remember <laughs> right should we crack open one of these beers then seeing as you've drunk all of your death we shall we right, shall starting with um pay paying in naivety playing yes. in no paying, paying in, naivety. in naivety it is paying um phantom versus fallen acorn Yep, it's a strawberry daiquiri sour, people. Two of our faves. Yeah, and and I have to say, I feel like Phantom... Re- I was having a conversation with a group of friends about um, somebody mentioned about Phantom and they were like, they do really good, like, hazies and, mm. and, you know, just IPAs and pails in general. I was like, yes, they do. But I actually think over the last few years, the last year at least, they have been absolutely crushing it when it comes to sours. Yeah, like they agreed. do a lot of just high quality, like just really good, flavorful sours that are just really drinkable and really enjoyable. So when I see that they've done a new sour, I'm like, I want to try it. And this label is a bit grim, but also I love <laughs> it. It really is. It's like I love it. It's strawberries. Some of them are diving into a blender and look quite happy about it. Some and some are, of them are falling out of the blender. Trying to escape. Up. Some of them are dead. Like, and there's one at the bottom. There's like drinking. a cannibal one. There's, <laughs> there's a cannibal like a strawberry. Drink. He's drinking his dead friends. Like, Just spotted that. That's so grim. What? I actually what really love this label on? though. This is, this uh, and inside the blender, it says paying in naivety and what yeah. looks like bloody <laughs> writing but it's yeah. strawberry juice so Great the other one's having a think i like the one that's yeah this one's down here is like mm, what's, what's going on here 
Shall I, shall I not? <laughs> What's going on there? Uh, yeah, 7.5%. Oh. This will be interesting. Yeah. Oh. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she's foamy. Oh, it smells exactly the same as the, as the drink. Yeah, but just a bit more acidic, I think. Yeah. There's definitely more lime. A little bit more. I think there's more acidity to it. Yeah, more lime. It does have like a, so I'd say slightly less red but it still is like a pinky mine's like strawberry juice color yeah it has that pink tinge to it and actually yeah. poured with a surprising more amount of head than i expected it's got, yeah it's got a nice foamy white head on it i'm pleased with that i would say definitely like heavy heavy lime notes lots of lime um i can smell the wheat the acidity to it and yeah you do get this like strawberry in there the strawberry's quite light in the back though, but it's like fresh strawberry. It, it feels like it balances it oh, out. Yeah. It feels like it balances out so it's not like just all lime. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. There's that sweetness from the strawberries in the back there. It's oh, really easy. Tart. Yeah, but it's really I That's think it's nice. really easy drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's it's when when the tartness hits, it's pretty immediately tart. But I would say um, not in a way that made me involuntarily do like a ooh face. No, it's not like cheek puckering. No, but it wasn't like sometimes when you get a sour, but it's more when you have a fruity sour, sometimes it loses the punch and that sharpness and it can just be like more fruit with like a little bit of acidity to it, which are sometimes like really lovely, but it's not great entry level for people that don't necessarily know if they like sours. Uh, but this is one that I think is sessionable, but I do think that if you're not keen on that more tart, sharp yeah. taste, you might be like, oh, I don't like it. It's not for me. Yeah, because I would say if you were making this as an actual cocktail, it's got like a bit of strawberry juice in it and then it's got a big chunk of lime juice in it. Um, yeah. Like the lime is definitely living its best life in this beer. It is. So it's Pilsner malt and wheat. Uh, adjunct strawberry raspberry foss yeast yeah i'm surprised there's no lime in it does it say there's no lime in it no there's i literally... reckon there's lime in it there's it reckons there's raspberry yeah ingredients raspberry. barley wheat strawberry raspberry yeast where's the lime coming from then i don't know but it's not just me like it's <laughs> not just me it's no. like immediately like oh there's lime. loads of lime Maybe it's just how it's made, like Maybe. the way it's made brings out that element of it. Maybe. Do you know, but it's nice. It makes it even, even more interesting, I yeah. think. But I reckon if you gave that to a cocktail person, they would love it. I think so as well. Um, not so much this one, but I do think sometimes with sours as well, like fruity, the fruitier sours, so like some other strawberry daiquiri ones. Um, if you're a actually maybe this one depending on the side you drink if you're a cider drinker as well because of that like the way the acidity hits I think if you like certain ciders like if you go to the store and you get the berry ciders or something like that like you might actually enjoy this as well they have strawberry and lime cider and it's like I feel like if you like the strawberry and lime cider you actually might like this if you're watching the video and you just saw my face (laughs) Um, I just drank a bit of the canned strawberry daiquiri and then drank the beer and it took all the sweetness out of it and I was like, oh, what's it? So I don't find this very, very sweet. It's not no, particularly it's sweet, not. is it? I enjoy it. Like, I really like it. But the canned daiquiri is so much sweeter than this. I think it's a really good beer interpretation of it because I feel yeah. like it nails the whole lime, yes. Strawberries, yes. I mean, I wouldn't say there's like rum in it but i feel like you could use it to make quite a good beer cocktail yeah, if you, you wanted to make rum in it exactly if you wanted to make a beer cocktail of the daiquiri um i feel like you could add a bit of rum to it and that would be quite interesting uh i don't think it's massively sweet but i don't think that's not a detriment to it i don't think it's a detriment to it because i feel like it's all really well balanced so i feel like actually it is quite a good especially because of how prominent like the lime and and the fruitiness is to yeah. it and the balance they have it makes a really good interpretation of it in my opinion so yeah i like it a lot um if you can still find this uh they have still got it it's lovely 
They had some. It's best before date is December. Uh, I don't remember how long ago it came out, if I'm honest, but I know that they still had some at the Hive when I grabbed you one a few weeks ago. I think I saw it there the other day. That being said, I don't know, but I'm sure you could probably get it somewhere. Mm. I doubt it's fully, fully sold out. But if you like strawberry daiquiris or you know someone that likes strawberry and lime ciders or anything of that nature, I think it's worth a try. Give it a go. Definitely. So some quick uh, historical fun facts while I'm Ooh, I love on this. fun facts. Some of them are fun. Some of them are just historic. I don't know. I thought I'd just throw some facts your way. Yeah. Uh, so in addition to the town of Daiquiri, where we said, obviously, that's what it was named after in Cuba. There's also a Daiquiri Beach and an iron, an iron mine. <laughs> that's called Daiquiri. Oh. Uh, it's near Santiago de Cuba. So I thought that was interesting. We just missed it. Oh. July 19th, National Daiquiri Day. Boo. I wish that I had the foresight because yeah. I had the beer. I wish I had the foresight to go, hey, guys, Daiquiri Day. Right. Uh, totally didn't realise. So Missed that one. Next year, Daiquiri Day all the way. Uh, the Daiquiri was one of the, not specifically strawberry, but the Daiquiri was one of the favourite drinks of the writer Ernest Hemingway, who was living in Cuba at the time that he discovered it in its frozen form. Very very specific to call oh. that out and was also one of the favorites of u.s president john f kennedy I this feel is like one... that's like don't you feel like that's that kind of era like yeah like completely so you know yeah yeah you can see jfk and jackie sitting there with a the daiquiri it's like bring the daiquiris out yeah white house staff right daiquiris um no 100 percent. i just completely can see that um, what I thought was really, really interesting as well is obviously I said there's lots of variations of the daiquiri. There was like watermelon daiquiris. There's obviously I've got this pineapple daiquiri situation, the Hawaiian daiquiri, and you can have frozen, non-frozen. Uh, but the variation that is called the Hemingway daiquiri, or it's also called the Papa Double. Okay. And it's called the Papa Double <laughs> because Hemingway was affectionately known as, as the Papa. And he drank his daiquiris by the double. Oh. <laughs> and so he had a record of 16 doubles in one sitting. Right. So the Hemingway daiquiri is made with two half jiggers of white rum, juice of two limes, half a grapefruit, six drops of maraschino liqueur, and no sugar. Zero, oh. zero sugar. Hardcore. And it was served frozen. Wow. <laughs> so I thought that was actually really... Like just a really interesting fact about that. I'm sure if you are a fan of Hemingway's, you probably know that already. But that specifically, uh, the fact that he had a record of 16 doubles in one sitting, mental. Uh, So there's five versions of the classic daiquiri. So the first one, which is the daiquiri classico, is rum, lime and sugar. Then you have number two, rum, orange, curacao and orange juice. Uh, Then you've got daiquiri number three, rum, lime, maraschino liqueur grapefruit and sugar then you have daiquiri uh, daiquiri number four which is rum lime sugar maraschino liqueur sounds like there's a lot of them like some variations of very similar things maraschino's cherry right yes yeah it is indeed i don't think i've ever had maraschino liqueur but number five is rum lime grenadine and maraschino liqueur and sugar so there's all it's like they're all cherry as well grenadine is cherry yes because yeah. did you guys have shirley temples over here as drinks because yeah. i remember having like you had a shirley temple or you'd have like a virgin shirley temple which was just like literally sprite and grenadine no alcohol in it yeah i think well i think we do now because we have like american diners i feel like bring back the shirley temple i haven't seen one of those since i was I, oh god this makes it sound bad when i was a kid it's like that used to be like you'd go to a function, like a wedding or something. Oh, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I'm going to get a Shirley Temple. But really, it was just like a virgin Shirley Temple, which was yeah, just yeah. literally the Sprite and the like, Grenadine. But it would make you feel like you were having a cocktail. And it just like, sounds like cherry soda stream. Oh, no. I feel like Grenadine like hits different. <laughs> I'm sure it does. To... <laughs> but that's probably what we had over here. We just Maybe. had Coke. Maybe, or I don't know. I feel like my childhood would be weird if I didn't have Shirley Temples. Or, oh. I guess normal 
Shirley Temples. I think there's the yeah. Dirty Shirley, which is the alcohol version. But right. uh, yeah, then my last fact is in 1938, it appeared in a French mixology book by Jean Lupo called Cocktails. And in 1948, it was highlighted as one of the six basic cocktails by David A. Embry in The Fine Art of Mixing Cocktails. Oh. So you can see it's been like, it's been around for so long. And it's just so interesting that it was like created around just before the 1900s. And it's mm. been mentioned in France in the 30s. I think it was also um, featured in some fiction stories and stuff in France in the 20s as well. So it's like mentioned in France in the 20s and 30s. And then it became popular in the US in the 30s and 40s and 50s. And it just seems like it has spanned such a wide range of, of time before it really got to be like proper proper popular and I suppose some of it could have come over because after those times you've kind of had the world wars haven't you where the, the troops are going around so they may have taken those sort of recipes back and forth with them that makes sense as well because obviously if they're saying that kind of I mean, how it came to the US was spread by yeah, don't uh, be quoting me on that I could be just making that up but that feels like, like it might be <laughs> factual fact. that feels like that could be that seems like a natural progression that if it like you know international troops have gone somewhere and they've taken their drinks with them but they've taken other bits back you know that's Completely. how things happen isn't it yeah exchange of ideas exchange of recipes yeah cocktail recipes or like a one of the navy officers went somewhere one day and they're like we're all out of gin right or, i don't know something whiskey with no whiskey where's there. the like, rum what do you have and they're like rum and they're like i can do this <laughs> Like, say no more, hold my drink, I've got this. And then, voila, you've got daiquiri. So, our next beer, this is our exciting one. Very excited about this. Um, So, our next one is She's Fruity from uh, Lost Industry that we might have brewed with them when we were up in Sheffield for International Women's Day. Um, it It might have our name on the can. Which we're excited about. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. We didn't even know that was going to be on there. Um, So this one's slightly different in that it is a lime and berry sour. So how we did this was um, everyone that was taking part had to bring a punnet of their favourite fruit. And it pretty much ended up being all berries, didn't it? And um, I bought raspberries. I bought strawberries. And Tori bought strawberries. So there's some strawberries in there. Um, But what I really liked about this is, so, you know, we talk about the lime element being in it and helen who is from Lester industry said that the way that when they make their daiquiri beers because they've made other daiquiri beers as well and they are very good if you find them go and get some um when they're doing the mash they actually put limes in the mash and they found that keeps that lime note in the beer longer by adding the lime in at the mash point i thought that was really interesting because I wouldn't have thought about that when I was, if I was brewing one. No, they also, they're, they're, they make like just, I think like one thing that they do specifically like really well as well is, is their sours. Like I feel like yeah. a lot of what they do is just really, really good sours. They do a um, mojito but, sour that's really But good. they're really, it's really, they are really hard to find if you, I guess if you're not local. Yeah. To, um, yeah, because they're quite little. little so, um, so I get them down here because Boutilliers have quite a good, uh, a good, partnership and relationship with them so they often do collaborations and get their beers in down here so that's how I've managed to get them um and a place that I can usually get lost industry beers is Hoptimism online you can usually get them from there that's the thing and I think if you if you do want to see them just like any brewery if you if you do want to see a particular brewery in your local establishments like reach out to the people that you know that run those establishments or work there and, and ask for it yeah and just ask um, for it so places that are on the smaller scale side com- comparatively if they're being asked for somewhere else that will help them get more business and then they can grow and become even more widely distributed so really helps everyone out just to ask for them but yeah this one was one Oh, we had, it was interesting trying to get cans of this. Oh, it was. <laughs> I'll let you explain it while we crack it open. Already, you? So, um, yes. So we had been trying, we've been tra- waiting for it to come out. We hadn't heard anything. And then we were just like, is it coming out? Is it not? Did something happen? Um, and then. I think we were genuinely appears. worried that we yeah. were like, oh my God, what if something happened to yeah, it? Yeah, we thought something might have happened to it. And then like it appeared 
on their Instagram, I think. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's available. Because it was like, it's like, this is here it is. And it was a picture of the can. And I was like, oh my God, it's available. So I went searching and I found that Craft and Berry, which is a um, which is a bottle shop that's in Sheffield, in the Sheffield area, had some. And I said to Toy, I was like, oh my God, it's ready. Like they've got it. Let's order some. Um, and while I was working out, if we were needed to order something else, I had mine in my basket that I wanted. While I was working out, if we needed to order anything else for the podcast, Tori ordered no, and ordered out. them all. Time out. You, no, this is not even... Okay, exactly so f- first of all, first of all, I'm going to... Your Honour, I'm going to make a stand for myself here right now because I feel like you're doing me a bit dirty. We literally both discussed like how many specifically of this beer how we, many we were going to buy. Like, yeah. how, do you know how many you want? Because it's like, well, I want one uh for the podcast maybe yep. because like we'll podcast with it um I'll get one to try with uh I, like I want my family to try one my parents are coming over you know in relatively soon so it's like I want them to be able to try some it's like maybe my sister might want to me to take one have my parents take one back for her because she wanted that with brave noise but share it with my friends and I was like and then just get an extra that could be shared I guess at work or somewhere else and I actually did share it at work I shared it with them literally yesterday yeah at work and they were all like I I expected it to be a lot more like oh I don't know if it's not for me if it wasn't for them they lied about it and they were like (laughs) it's actually yes really nice actually they're like it's really interesting it's different to what you expect from a beer um and and they thought it was really good so I worked I was like I need about five so you know what I'll just go with five and then we were discussing like Joe was like, do we need anything else? I was like, I don't think so. And then I think there was like one other thing that we found that I was like, oh, that sounds good. I'll whack it. Yeah, and I think I, I was chucking a couple other things in. So I went, cool, boom, done. I was like, I'm done. That's all I want. I don't want more than, I don't want more than this because this is, I'm trying to minimize my spending. Done. She says she was looking for other things for the podcast. I think you were also looking for things for your beer educate, like you were looking for your tasting stuff for as well. My, for my beer studies, you. Yeah, your beer, for your beer studies, yeah, for, for your beer, beer studies. studies. I, didn't so I just take a long time. I didn't take a long time about it. I want to point this out. I want to point out this is I was the second time that I've ordered waiting. things and I've beat you to the basket because yeah. you go, maybe I want this. No, or I don't I know. Waiting, I was waiting for a reply from you if we needed something else. I and in that mean. time. In that time, you ordered and they all went. Because I was like, I need to get this order in. And then she's like, oh, I'm just having a look to see what else they have. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. I know. And I told her I need this many. And I was like, this is all I want. It's fine. Check out. Then I get them. I'm like, oh, cool. So done. Like, I don't know, five, ten minutes later, I get a message yeah. that's like, so I've tried to check out and I can't, and it's not there anymore. And I was like, what? And you're like, she's like, did you get yours? And I was like, yeah. I think you got the last of them. But I was like, five is They'd an oddly think, specific number to had, have. I think they had literally been on the site for like not very long, like a couple of hours. They hadn't. Maybe. They hadn't. So that's why I thought yeah. it was very odd that it was like specifically five. Anyway, Tori bought them all. <laughs> so then I had to scour and try and find some more. All right. Now, Again, now- I would defend myself. I offered to give you half. <laughs> No, because I didn't. I knew that you wanted them for family and things, and I didn't want to take them away from you. So I spoke. It's fine. I messaged Helen, and I was like, "Where else is going to have some? I'll find something there." I tried a place in Godsport. They never got back to yeah. me. Um, I um, I tried Optimism. They they weren't getting them in yet. And then magically, like, what was it two days later? Um, Pop hideout. Pop hideout had them, and I was like, straight on it. Ordered from Jules. Done. And even Jules messaged me and was like, I'm not going to get these out to you for a couple of days. I was like, I don't care. Fine, it doesn't matter. I just want them. Fine. I just want them. I and did I say. To, I only wanted three and I managed to get the three that I wanted. I did say, I was like, look, if you yeah. don't get them, I was like, you can have half. And I was like, I won't touch them. I won't do anything with them. I, won't. I was it like, was fine. five is what I worked out I would need to share with all these different people. Best case scenario. Or worst case scenario, I guess. So I was like, I'll give you half if you need it. And I was like, if you don't hear back in a few days, you can have half of them. But then I think you got yeah, them. I got them. I got them from Jill. So <laughs> but it was, it was a palava. Um, it was. It was like, and seriously, this is what happens when you brew a beer and you like want to share it with people. <laughs> like, you have to try and get so I get quite a few. It's not just it's not just one you're getting here, people. It's several. <sighs> I think to be fair, I overplanned as well because after Brave Noise. And I like, I really liked the Brave Noise ones as well. And it was really exciting. And I wanted to just share it with everyone. I was like, cool. I 
I got a few of the brave noises, but then I kind of felt like, oh my God, I don't think I got enough. So this time I was like, I just want to factor for these different groups of people that I might want to share it with. So that's what happened. And I ended up with five. But anyway, we managed to get the beer that we brewed. Uh, what time did we get there? Seven o'clock in the morning. Really early, but <laughs> really oh early. my God. I think it we've was talked such about a it before. good day though. They are yeah. Helen. The hospitality. Just Helen in upon us. So, so, so lovely. Impeccable. Made us tea, tea coffee, coffee, bacon barbecue sandwiches. Breakfast. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Really Although we did get lost on the way there. Yeah, we literally it's, lost. <laughs> Helen, Helen said that we would. <laughs> She's like, it's really difficult to find. So really, it's it's like how I say um elusive has a really good name because if you if their signs not out in front, they are quite elusive because they're just yeah. small state. Lost industries. It's even worse. <laughs> you will get lost if you're trying to find it. Because I think yeah. Google Maps didn't quite take us to where it was. No. It was like it directed our driver to like <laughs> Our driver, like I, down uh, the road. Our, our cab driver. Our, our Uber. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bless and him. the poor he, guy, job. he was like asking people directions yeah, when we, we got there. Because he didn't want to just... No. Normally, I feel like Uber drivers would just chuck you out. Yeah. He, he was, was really like, good. not going to just chuck us out. He was just like, Five stars. Right, hang on. <laughs> let's let's work this out. Much he was like, a bit sassy, but we deserved it. He was a bit it. sassy, but that was fine. That was fine. I mean, it, we, it wasn't a surprise that he was sassy when we were taking him into middle of fucking nowhere. Um, and didn't just know like, where we were. And didn't know where we were going. Um, it's one, much, you know, how a lot of our lovely little craft brewers are on little industrial estates in weird places because that's somewhere where they can put brewing equipment in and make a big old mess and nobody cares. <laughs> like, this is properly deep in one of these little offshoots up a like up country road <laughs> it was great and we had it was great yeah <laughs> but it was it was really funny it's like the first time that um because all the other times that we I say all the other times like it's been a massive amount of times but like the other times that we've sort of commercially brewed for whatever reason um it's always or seen other breweries they've always had like the kit that has like the little door for you to dig out the mash this is was like proper you are getting inside. You have to get inside of it and dig yeah. out. And I just like that. I mean, I did it because I didn't. The shoes I had had a hole in it, and I didn't realize that was gonna be. <laughs> I didn't realize the kit was like that. She needed to get into the mash tub. Yeah, because because yeah. we've never no, we've needed to do that before. Well, so I didn't. And I was like, well, I've got waterproof shoes, but there was like a hole, but it's in a place that I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But obviously, I can't jump in like a bunch of mash where it's going up to yeah, my yeah, ankles. Uh, yeah, you'd like. I'd I hadn't bought new wellies at that point. So I was like, yeah, that's, I just have to wear my hiking boots. I don't have wellies. My wellies are broken. This is what I have to have. And then, yeah, I didn't get to jump in it, but I wish I could because it seemed like so cool to just be like, yeah, I just jump in, dig out a bit. And then you've got to climb your way back out of it. And like, that was just, that was particularly, in my opinion, like a particularly cool thing and yeah. i really like the fact that we all got to bring our favorite fruits and it was all yeah like, that was your favorite fruits too. bring your favorite fruit and that'll be contributed to the big mix of fruit yeah it was good it tastes um, lovely it does taste lovely i think it tastes quite similar to the other one i think because obviously because this one's mixed berry you've got a bit more of that rather the other one is quite strawberry even though it says it's got raspberry in it the strawberry is quite forward in it I think, I think this one's still lime similar. forward though oh yeah definitely the lime is de- because they're both sours as well the lime is definitely it's up, the acidity yeah. it's the acidity level of it the only thing i say is i think it's maybe less it's this it's got the acidity levels but i would say it's less um of that like sharp sharpness that the other one had yeah. whereas this one it's more sort of like acidic lime but not necessarily like puckering yeah sour if that makes sense like it's yeah. not it's it's sharpish but not tart in in i don't know if that makes sense i've just described it because the way my brain's processing it as i've had a day i'm gonna try it and i'll tell you (laughs) right so i've just tried there tried the lost industry now i'm going to the phantom of fallen acorn right oh yeah hang on let me get back to it yeah i feel like the phantom one is i think the phantom one is sharper and the lost industry one's more tart yeah that's that's yeah. yeah that's how I because yeah I just did a back and forth as well and yeah. it does feel like the phantom one almost makes you do more of a pucker but I yeah. actually quite like 
not puckering. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> it um, still has tart quality. And I feel like the bo- there's more body on the Phantom and Fallen Acorn one. But I don't think that's a bad thing that the Lost Industry one has got less body. I, I think that makes it almost more cocktail-like. Yeah. Because it's, you know, like, if we go back to our canned cocktail here, which now looks luminous pink next to my two beers. Yes. Like, there's not, as it's not a frozen one, it's not got a lot of body to it. So I feel like the, in that mouthfeel sense, it's more like a cocktail that way. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I feel like we need to normalise the fact that, like, if someone says that it's not super full-bodied or... That's not a bad thing. Have, like, the biggest mouthfeel in the world. Like, that doesn't... It doesn't have to be super thick to be good or to be as expected. Like, I think there's a difference between something being, like, watery and just being, like, thinner on mouthfeel, for example, or, like, you know... 100%. And I think sometimes people... You almost feel like when you say something isn't, you know, as full-bodied, you kind of feel like you have to be, like... I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's it's not a bad thing. Some, Some styles, literally, like... For a sour, I kind of expect it to be on the on like the thinner side. Yeah, definitely. And when it's more full, I appreciate it because I like that. However, it's not what I'm expecting when I pick up that can, if that makes sense. So it's not a negative thing to to say that. Yeah. Well, a sour isn't necessarily driven by malt flavors. So it's going to be thinner. Yeah, because you're gonna use you're gonna use less malt. You're gonna use lighter malts, so it's gonna be thinner generally. You know, unless you're whacking it full of wheat and oats, which well, you don't really like for a sour. You don't necessarily you don't want a thick body. Like that'd be weird, no? Well, I don't know. It depends. I feel like they have their place, and I feel like if you're a brewery that does it well, but like a thick body, like well, if it's thick with fruit, maybe, but thick just. Because the beer is thick. Thick just for the sake of it kind right. of feels like no, but I do think there's like, I feel like Vault City, for example, are a brewery that can pull off that style and pull it off fairly well. Um, but it's a really hard thing to pull off and have it land in the right way mm. where where you still get the fruity flavours and the and like the sharp notes and the tartness. Like it's very difficult, I think, for some breweries to pull that off. And I think there's very few that pull that off to that like high standard but even so like sometimes that's not what you want yeah especially out of a sour it's just you're not expecting that it's not what you're looking for and it can be off-putting sometimes because you're like oh that's just it's too much yeah Yeah, definitely yeah this is like really easy drinking i said i brought it into my co-workers and they were like it does not taste like a i mean it doesn't taste like you expect from a from a beer because i think they've had ones before where it's like oh, a fruit beer or this. And and in their minds, it's it's never ended up being as robust in flavour. And with this, they're yeah. like, oh, okay. That is a bit like cocktail-like. And I was like, yeah. I think, I think well, it does like, taste quite cocktailish. And fruit beer covers a lot of bases nowadays. Mm. Like, yeah, when you say fruit beer, everyone has kind of a different thought on what they are expecting from a fruit beer. I like poured it and I was like, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was like, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. Don't say sorry. You made it. This is with you made with your love and care. If they don't like it, that's their problem. made with my love and care, but still their problem. I was on a not a me problem. I was on a the high ground steering. Right. Steering it up. Yeah. We had to get up on the paddling it up truck thing so that we could reach because we're too short. Yeah. It's great. It's fun though. It's such this a good is, day. This is a labour of our love, and it's, it's a labour of name love. on it. And I'm proud to have my name on it. It's a labour of love, and yeah. not only that, it's it's memories of like a really good day, and it and the fact that it also has come out absolutely banging. Yeah, it's the added bonus. And I personally, I don't know about you, I feel like this one actually tastes more like a cocktail i think this tastes more like a cocktail than yeah. the phantom one like the phantom one you get those notes and you understand where it's come from and you could give it to somebody there's still that, that beer likes cocktails quality though isn't there but there is still the beer quality to this mm. this um the the she's fruity i feel like you could give that to someone maybe it's a little bit more sour than some cocktails but i think the way that 
it could be interpreted as just like the sharpness of the lime or the, the citrusy bit to it. I feel like you could tell someone that this is a cocktail and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, all right. Stick it in a fancy glass over some ice and stick an umbrella in it. You got a cocktail. It's another one of those lovely sneaky beers. You know, we love a sneaky beer. <laughs> I, my favourite is just you going, ha ha, that's a beer. <laughs> you drink it now. You're my beer friend now. We're, We're to- beer friends. <laughs> We're going to all the chat rooms. Let's go. <laughs> that was my favourite thing to listen back what's to. Ha ha, that's a beer. <laughs> what's, the, what's the mean girl's quote? Well, get in, get in, loser. We're going to the tap rooms. <laughs> get in, loser. We're going to all the beer tap rooms. There we go. That's our next T-shirt. <laughs> get in, loser. We're going to all the tap rooms. All the tap rooms. We're day drinking at all the breweries. I like that T-shirt of yours. <laughs> um, I think this was a successful little experiment here. Don't you? I think so as well. I didn't get to try the, the pineapple one, though. I'm cracking this open real quick. Just going to crack open the pineapple one. I think... Let Just us to satisfy know. everyone's curiosity. While Tori's doing that, let us know what other um, other cocktails in beer form you'd like us to to have a look at. That I know I've seen I've seen mojito ones, I've seen margarita ones, pina colada, um, pina colada ones. Ooh, I went to the place where pina colada was first made. Ooh, I love a pina colada. Let's be real. Mm, pina coladas are great love a pina colada this yeah. is if you watch the video i've just poured the pineapple this is, that, is it what orange? i can only describe as luminous it looks like carrot juice i was gonna say that looks like it looks like hallib orange like what's going on <laughs> it looks like doesn't look like pineapple i would not say that's pineapple it smells like pineapple it smells like pineapple did it taste like pineapple don't know i haven't tasted it yet. okay taste it this is why i did it i don't know it's weird because maybe there's just too many flavors kicking about in my okay. mouth I would say a bit of pineapple, but I actually would say like orange, but not like I feel like clementine orange, like specifically that sweet, like the more sweet orange. What's the ingredients on the back of the can? Probably orange. Does it say pineapple? I I assume it does because it's tropical drink with natural pineapple flavor and sugar syrup shaken with fruit and alcohol and white white rum. That's why it's sweeter. It is. It is quite sweet. Yeah. I would say it's fairly sweet. Definitely pineapple, like 100%. There's almost a bit of creaminess behind it as well. And I would say like slightly clementine orange. Okay. Now I'm kind of go back to this and see how sharp this is. You're going to lose now. all the sweet. You're going to leave any sweetness now. That's going to be proper sharp. Oh my God, yeah. See, that's what I did when I did the, the phantom and the can. I'm going to do it on the phantom one. Hang on. Experimentation. Experimentation. Yeah. <laughs> I almost kind of don't like this one because it tastes a bit like it tastes like a flat squash or something uh, like that. Oh god, yeah. See? Yeah. Aggressive. It's so not... we can recommend to you the if you like daiquiris, try the strawberry strawberry daiquiri from All Shook Up. I don't know if I would recommend it. But if you like if you don't want a beer and you want a daiquiri, would you? No? No, I don't get know if I actually one. would. I think I'd just make a proper one because it's not just like it needs that right. many we'll just ingredients. Make, but out of like out of the two cans, like if you've got to pick a canned one, you'd go for the strawberry one. Yeah, over the yeah. pineapple. The pineapple's just over a bit pineapple. too. Don't get the pineapple one. Get the well, strawberry I think they one. both taste like what Rick would call E-numbers. Oh, yeah, definitely, 100%. <laughs> I, That's why I said this. It's like strawberry laces because strawberry laces are loads of E-numbers. Literally, side note, mm-hmm. they were selling slush puppy freeze pops at little oh, yeah this is like right before the 40 degree weather and i was like yeah. i want to have those because they had a blue one and i want the blue i like blue raspberry blue is my favorite flavor and i say blue because everyone knows that if it's blue raspberry it tastes like blue right so i was like i want that and he goes that's disgusting it probably tastes like e numbers yeah. and i was like well they're one pound i'm getting them <laughs> And you are no, I you aren't allowed don't. to have them. And yeah, goes, no. well, I don't you disrespect like you. Disrespected like, the ice bar. He was like, I don't like <laughs> the taste of e numbers. So go ahead and have it. I was like, Well, I like all the e numbers, so you oh. can get out and you get no e numbers. <laughs> your your fitness freak husband makes me laugh a lot. He's like, it just tastes. It just made me laugh when he went. I bet it just tastes like e numbers. <laughs> I was like, Well, no e numbers for you, no sir. For you. Fine, I'll have all the e numbers. You don't get any. Um, I think I still recommend everyone to drink beer. The beer is far superior. Yeah. In my opinion, the beer is far superior to the canned cocktails, yeah. but that's, I like a good cocktail in the right time and place. Didn't love these ones. I didn't think they were terrible. 
but I wouldn't say that they were they're, they're a little bit too sweet for me and they taste a little bit too flat and yeah just not great I'd rather just make the cocktail myself but actually both of these beers were better than they're good yeah they're good I did we didn't get around to it but I did also if you're looking for other ones there is also three hills strawberry daiquiri fruit sour so definitely one two yeah check them out because you know three hills we love three hills we love you three hills they make good beer so they do um tori if people want to ask you about you know more history tips on daiquiris where can they get hold of you google but also <laughs> yeah let me google search that google for you. uh but also i can google it for you i guess if you find me on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism or you i feel like i've started giving out my gmail now so i'll just carry on giving it out so you can it's get graphic me on gmail now. adventures well no mine is adventures in optimism at gmail.com but we also have our podcast one which is a women's brew podcast at gmail.com uh joe if people want to talk to you about brewing techniques with frozen fruit where can people oh yeah come talk to me about frozen fruit because i still have i still have a tub of strawberries not strawberries cherries that i haven't used yet um i just haven't had time to brew to be fair this year has not given me the time um but if you want to talk to me about that you come to my beer school which is love beer learning and we are on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest we are all the places um we also have a website i keep saying we again but it's me i, I love when you say we. i have a website it is lovebelearning.co.uk and you can email me lovebelearning at gmail.com and of course the podcast is on all the platforms as a woman's brew so we're gonna go finish these cocktails and have one of tori's famous parties <laughs> party time that Mano, Joe. cheers, cheers.